0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at Mintmobile.com/slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at Mintmobile.com.
1: Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah Ding shocks the world and signs with All Elite Wrestling. Plus, AEW unveil a new partnership with Impact Wrestling, and the wrestling world remembers Pat Patterson. For Thursday, December the 3rd, 2020. This is your cultaholic wrestling news.
2: The last match of TNT was Sting beating Ric Flair, and now the Stinger is here on AEW. Mark it down. Wednesday night, December the second, 2020. This crazy year has just gone insane. I can't believe what I've seen. Sting is here.
1: 2020, you bizarre creature, you. That was the moment that Sting following an 18-year absence from TNT, made a shocking AEW debut. Just as Cody Rhodes and Darby Allin and Dustin Rhodes were being beaten down by Team Taz. Lights go out, snow starts falling, and we see the crow on the screen. And when the words sting appear on the Tron, it doesn't matter about the The limited number of people in attendance. Daly's place lit up. A Sting made an appearance, and that call by Tony Schiavone. You know that has been deep down in his guts for for several decades now. It was such a great moment seeing Sting walking out there in AEW. So they have confirmed. ...that Sting has officially signed with All Elite Wrestling. A multi-year contract, full-time, with AEW. And he has confirmed that next week... ...he will break his silence on AEW Dynamite. This is a massive get. And this is one that I think when AEW was, was even conceptualised... ...this was one that felt like it should happen. It was teased several times back and forth, whether or not we would actually see Sting as part of AEW. He was let go from his uh, WWE Legends deal a few months back. There was It wasn't massively advertised as such, but we noticed that his merchandise was uh, pulled from WWE Sharp, and, and it's that's always a, an indicator that something's changing in the waters when the merchandise changes, and now we know why. Oh, by the way, there's now a Sting shirt on AEW's uh, online store as well. <laughs> They've they got to get the T-shirt in immediately. But what the future holds for Sting, it's a full-time deal. So we, we could be seeing a fair bit of in-ring action for Sting uh, in some way, shape, or form. When we know more about the arrival of Sting to AEW, we will let you know more at Cultaholic.com.
2: One winged The The winner of this match and new all Elite Wrestling World Champion, Kenny Omega. All right, this this has got stink all over it. Unbelievable. We got. can we get another look at what just went down, So what I want to know. I hit him in the head with the microphone. Well, the awesome. gentleman's But I think that the setup, Tony, Okay. This is a bigger story. I think Callis has set this damn thing up for the... taking advantage of Tony Khan's hospitality. And, and there's Tony. He's barking yes. at Callis and Omega. Don Callis has led a screw job here. Don. And Kenny Omega's right there with him. Okay. okay, guys. Sir, so what, what what did you just do? What's going on? What the hell's going on here? I gotta find out! This Tuesday night. Tuesday, Dynamite's on Wednesday. This Tuesday, Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Me and Kenny will tell you all about it, Marvin. What the hell? We've just been jobbed. We've we've been, been you've been been big time you have You did right, we've been jobbed.
1: That was the other big movement from last night in AEW. We have a brand new world heavyweight champion, John Moxley, losing the championship to Kenny Omega. So this follows uh, some shenanigans from Impact Wrestling EVP, Don Callis, who came down to the ring with a microphone, uh, pleading with the referee and John Moxley to, to stop the match, because Kenny Omega had taken too much of a beating. Uh, John Moxley ends up knocking Don Callis down, and we see Don Callis slide the microphone to Kenny Omega, which he uses as a weapon that bloodies Omega Uh, Several V-triggers and a one-winged angel later. Kenny Omega is the AEW world champion. And he and Don Callis abscond. They're gone from Daly's place. Tony Khan shouting at them. The roster shouting at them as they go. And as you heard there from Don Callis himself, an explanation will be given not on Wednesday Night Dynamite, but on Impact Wrestling the night before. This is massive. This is this is a big deal. Impact Wrestling has... Obviously, in the last few weeks, there's been something there because Don Callis has been turning up more and they've been naming him as the Executive Vice President of Impact Wrestling. And there was some talk of a partnership between Impact and AEW, but I don't think we thought that it would be to the level of this. Like, to have the world championship involved and to put all of those eyes onto a onto impact wrestling thanks to the AEW world heavyweight champion this is a big move and already we are aflutter with dream matches if you can, ch- you check out pretty much everybody's uh, Twitter from Impact Wrestling, and they're punting out for Dream AEW matches. Scott D'Amore inviting the Young Bucks to come to Impact Wrestling. The floodgates, I do believe, are well and truly open now, and we will see where we go from here. We'll talk more on last night's episode of AEW Dynamite with Jack the Jobber on AEW Dynamite Graded and Ross will talk about it as well on the AEWTF Moments on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a little later on today. We've teamed up with Audible to sort you out with some free wrestling audiobook goodness. Go to Cultaholic.com forward slash audio and pick yourself up an audiobook on us when you subscribe to Audible for 30 days free. If you don't like Audible and there are thousands of audiobooks for your consumption, you can cancel any time and it won't cost you anything. But you can keep the audiobook that we got for you. Find out more right now by going to Cultaholic.com forward slash Audible. Fightful Select are reporting that a top NXT star tested positive for COVID-19 recently. It's not the same concern uh, attached to that as compared to previous outbreaks, partly due to the fact because there wasn't an outbreak in this occasion. and We don't know the name of the wrestler involved, but... Uh, but they they are they weren't known to be around large crowds of people very often, so there isn't a massive concern here. But it's not the first time WWE have been criticised for COVID nineteen related outbreaks and situations. But from what we gather, uh, whilst this is a, a relatively big name uh, on NXT, it is not somebody that is going to cause issues regarding an outbreak, nor is it going to affect NXT Takeover War Games this Sunday. Talking of War Games, the final pieces of the puzzle have been set for that pay-per-view. It was announced last night on NXT that Tommaso Ciampa will face Timothy Thatcher at TakeOver War Games. That is the fifth and final match for the event. We'll also see Dexter Loomis taking on Cameron Grimes in a strap match. Leon Ruff is going to put the North American Championship on the line against both Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest in a triple threat match. And we have the two War Games contests as well. Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish taking on Team McAfee, Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Oney Larkin, and Danny Burch with Team McAfee getting the War Games advantage going into that, which means uh, they'll basically get the first person out each time. And the other War Games match finalised last night. It's Team Shotzi. Versus Team Candice, so Candice's team consisting of herself, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. Uh, the women, the War Games team for Shotzi Blackheart, consists of Shotzi, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and the NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai. That team finalized last night, and as a result of winning the War Games Advantage match, it'll be Team Shotzi that gets the head start in that War Games. That goes down this sunday on the wwe network we'll be along later on this week with predictions for nxt takeover war games and you will have what happened at and war games graded on monday on the cultaholic youtube channel and staying with war games it was announced last night at nxt that espn mixed martial arts reporter ariel hawani is going to be part of TakeOver. He's going to be on the pre show with Wade Barrett and Sam Roberts. Now, Elwani is a longtime fan of wrestling, but you'll know him uh, from his MMA reporting as part of, uh, of uh, ESPN. He was part of, he reported for MMA fighting up until 2018. Uh, somebody that I believe has been talked about in the past in terms of coming into WWE. Whether or not this leads to something bigger with them, I guess we will find out. Talking of coming into WWE, former Impact Wrestling stars have now signed and checked into the Performance Center. We weren't sure on the next move of The Rascals following their departure from Impact. Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz have signed up to the Performance Center, both signing WWE uh, Recruit uh, Performance Center contracts. No sign of uh, the third. We'll keep an eye on that one because I do believe... Whilst it is great to see two thirds of the rascals getting amongst it, I feel like we're uh, we're short a rascal, we're short a rascal in this situation, aren't we? Genuinely thought that we might have seen Trey Miguel head over that way as well, but so far, uh, no sign. Uh, also, as part of the Performance Center recruits announcement that WWE put out, uh, we've got Alex Brandenburg, aka Alex Zane. Again, we that was one that we saw come in. They, he kind of wrapped up his dates with Game Changer Wrestling last month. He's done stuff with them, Black Label Pro and Ring of Honor. Uh, also, uh, Sojiru uh, Eichmann Higuchi, 26 years old from Japan, former US and WWE Tag Team Champion Tajiri was the one that trained uh, Sojiru. And he's also competed for All Japan and Wrestle 1. Great get for, for WWE. And uh, Real Howard, 23 years old, college basketball standout from Mississippi State, selected in the WNBA draft, also played professionally for the Seattle Storm. This is one of these sports uh, acquisitions that WWE have got to see if they want to try something outside of their comfort zone. And uh, Russ Taylor of California comes to the performance center former competitor for wxw in germany as well as in japan and all over the us some strong new recruits for wwe in the performance center this week and a wwe legend is releasing a self-help book well a series of them actually john cena's social media is wonderful for supportive affirmations he's turning it into books so one book coming out on the on the 6th of April 2021 is called Do Your Best Every Day to Do Your Best Every Day. It's a book for kids aged 8 to 12 with inspiring messages uh, from John Cena's Twitter feed. Another book called Be A Work In Progress will be similar but geared towards readers of all ages. In the press release John Cena said we all have a lot on our minds especially now given the current state of the world. Words of encouragement can help us stay motivated and focused on what's really important. And I hope that do your best every day and be a work in progress will inspire kids and adults to be the best versions of themselves. And finally, yesterday the news broke that WWE Hall of Famer Pat Patterson has sadly passed away at the age of 79. Let's take a look at the life and times. Of Pat Patterson. From San Francisco, California, 248 pounds, Pat Patterson.
0: Pat Patterson was born in Quebec in 1941 and began training to wrestle at the age of 14. Despite not speaking a single word of English, Patterson left for America in 1962, landing in San Francisco to pursue a full-time career as a professional wrestler. It was a partner in crime and a die job that put Patterson on the map, teaming with Ray Stevens to form the Blonde Bombers. Nobody but nobody is going to push Stevens and Patterson around anymore. Stevens and Patterson are going to go all the way to the top, the World tag team champions. They won't be long, believe you me. Patterson would truly make his mark on the industry as part of WWE. It was was a hot, wild, yet fictional night in Rio de Janeiro in 1979 when Pat Patterson became the first ever intercontinental champion. To win the championship. Patterson's legacy grew following his in-ring retirement. Working as a producer and road agent, Patterson is considered the mastermind behind WWE's January tradition, the Royal Rumble.
2: I sat down with Vince and I told him the idea. Vince says, hey, it's not gonna work. And the funny thing about that is that we're in a meeting with uh, Dick Ebersole, a good producer from California and Hollywood and all that. And he was a real effective fan. He said, Vince, I think it would be good.
0: In the late 90s, Pat would return in front of the camera alongside fellow retiree Gerald Briscoe. Together, Vince McMahon's provide a regular comic relief during the Attitude Era.
2: Tell me you love yes, me. Love you, you love me, not I you. you.
0: seen on WWE TV in 2019, reunited with Briscoe, and he even became a champion that very night. The hell? Come on,
2: rap, get over here! One, two, three! And this is my belt. Briscoe's gonna love that. You're a stooge! Takes one to no one. Look, I'm 24-7 champion. You're a
0: stooge! In the early 70s, Pat Patterson would break new ground in the world of wrestling, coming out as one of the first openly gay wrestlers in the industry. He wouldn't speak about his sexuality on TV until the WWE Network Special Legends House in 2014.
2: I survived all this being gay. I lived with that for 50 some years. I had a friend with me for 40 years, and I lost him because he had a heart attack, and I ended up alone. I survived the business. I did. I'm so proud of me.
0: The news broke yesterday that Patterson had passed away following a battle with cancer at the age of 79. Tributes have come in from across the wrestling landscape since the news broke. Chris Jericho tweeted out, Pat Patterson was the Yoda to my Luke. He was a confidant, a mentor, a collaborator, a comedian, a singer, and most importantly, a friend. Brett the Hitman Hart credits Patterson for his match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 12, saying he will stand as one of wrestling's greatest visionaries. Meanwhile, The Rock shared a photo on Instagram, crediting Pat for discovering him back in the mid-90s and encouraging the then-WWF to give him a trial run. And Vince McMahon has also paid tribute to Pat saying his mentorship-shaped careers, his creativity sparked innovation, and his friendship lifted spirits.
2: All these guys came in and hugged me, kissed me, supported me. Thanks to these guys. understand? Feels great to be free.
1: Ah. For Thursday, December the 3rd, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.